Hey, it's Alan. Did you know we video record our podcasts live and then provide a condensed version on IGTV with visuals? It's a veritable feast for the eyes and ears. Follow us on Instagram at Photoshelter to view the episodes each week. Now on with the show. Photoshelter presents Visions Lightly Blurred. I'm Sarah Jacobs. And I'm Alan Murabayashi. Hey, Alan. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. We're talking about kids we're talking about a lot of things about kids. We are. In the next few podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yep. But there was an article uh, back in May on uh, in the New York Times about the business of school photos. Did you ever have a school photo taken? Oh my gosh, yes, was every year. A, was that a thing yes. back in uh, Dallas? Oh yes, yes, it definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the experience of doing that? Yeah, I can remember a few different years, not all of them. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. It was always a special day. It was like a big day. And and you always forgot that it was school picture day. So you were like, I didn't wear the top that I meant to wear, you know? Or you call your mom, mom, can you bring that top? It so you didn't, you didn't uh, do up your hair big? Because since you didn't, you forgot that you're going to wear something, you just kind of showed up? <laughs> yeah, some years. Some years. It was hit or miss, you know? Sometimes... Did the they hair was did they done. take the photos? Well, let's talk about your senior photo because I think that was the one that most people can remember. Yeah. So for your senior photo, was it taken at the school or did you go to the senior portrait photographer studio to get that done? It was definitely taken at the school. At the school. Yes. But the difference was it ran in color in the yearbook. Seniors were always run in color. Oh. And everyone else was black, black and white. white. And yeah. oh, and we had to wear like a special velvet. It was like a really velvet um shawl that they like paper clip not paper clipped but that like clamp on you so yeah we all looked the same it was very formal Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like a floating head photo in the end yeah basically and do you think the concern was uniformity or do you think it was because they didn't want too much cleavage or tank tops and stuff like that I think it was uniformity and wanting everybody to look really nice. Interesting. Yeah, that's my, I think. I was visiting an administrator at my high school uh, last month, and in his office uh, behind his desk is a wall of all the seniors that gave him their portrait this year. Oh. It was such kind of a, an old school throwback thing to see. And at least at my high school, it's not only the photo, it's the photo kind of mounted in that black kind of card thing. Uh-huh. So people will use the silver or the gold metallic pen and write a little something. Um, but it was really cool to see a photo wall that wasn't a digital photo wall. Uh, but it just it reminded me of, of, of having my photo taken, which I can barely remember. And then going back and reading what a business that school photos and senior portraits has become. Mm-hmm. A lot of school yearbook um, companies partner with a local business, in part because they can ensure kind of a similar uh, quality, look and feel, in part because they know the requirements of the school district, right, in terms of do we need that fake velvet shawl or, mm. or whatnot, mm-hmm. in part because they know the deadlines of when the photos need to be into the yearbook staff um, to get printed on time. Um, but in some states like New Jersey, for example, uh, by law, although the school can say you need to use this vendor to have your photo taken for the yearbook, by law, they can't mandate that you buy those photos. So you can go to another photographer if you want to get your photo taken 
Oh, and it'll run in the yearbook? It won't run in the yearbook, but oh. if you want to, for example, pass out these photos to your teachers or your friends. Oh, I see. You know, you have that option. Oh, okay. Were you on yearbook staff, Alan? I was not on yearbook staff. Yeah, neither was I. I feel like we both should have been. You know, the kids who are on yearbook staff, I feel like they were also the kids that graduated from the high school newspaper. Yes. like, now that I've done the newspaper, I will graduate from the yearbook staff. (laughs) That's true. Um, So the look and feel, you know, when I was researching for this episode, I decided to go and do a Google search for senior portrait photographer Honolulu. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to look at the people that had the bad ratings on Yelp because I was really curious. Oh. I found this one guy whose sort of tagline when you go to his, uh, you know, made in the 90s website, his selling point was that he's been in business for something like 60, 60 years or something, which maybe back in the day meant something. But I don't know if it's much of a selling point nowadays. And by looking at the photos... I mean, there was something retro cool about the whole main photo with kind of a photoshopped another photo. Yes, yes. It was bizarrely, mm, I wouldn't say attractive, but it was sort of like a a car wreck. You couldn't look away. So so he's not being hired anymore right now. Well, so I read some Yelp reviews, which might have been fake, that were like, oh, he was so professional, it was great. And then, you know, three down, it was... This was the worst experience I've ever had. <laughs> Wait, that that does remind me. I remember one year, I think I was in second grade. They had like a whole fake um, little world set up for us where we oh. sat on a rock or like we propped our hand up on a yeah. rock. And then, you know, they always, the one note that they always have is tilt your head. Mm, you know. <laughs> I was thinking about this genre of photography because at the end of the day, when you need to shoot potentially hundreds of kids. There is no other way to describe it but as a photo mill. And all of the stuff that professional portrait photographers can take advantage of, custom painted backdrops, custom built sets, props, etc. You cannot do that Mm -hmm. when you need to shoot a hundred kids. And so, as you say, the look, the lighting pattern, they... You, you get one or two lighting patterns and you get one or two poses. And back in the film days, you got maybe five shots and you would pick one out of those. And that was it. And even in the digital days, maybe they take 30 shots and you get 10 of them, right? Yeah. You know, you always hear about professional photographers that are shooting, you know, these huge celebs. They're like, I only had five minutes with Obama <laughs> right. or I only had three minutes with Britney Spears or whatever. These guys have 39 seconds. <laughs> With a child <laughs> that has never sat in front of a camera, maybe everyone well, no, like, And, they have, and but- the big difference too is that that celebrity photographer might have only had five minutes, but they had seven hours to set up. <laughs> exactly, they and they had a did. mega budget <laughs> yes. to set up four sets at the same time. Yes, right? and they had a test model, and they had a subject that was used to being in front of a camera. So the real unsung heroes are the yearbook school. <laughs> Like the photographers. I came across a business called the Stomping Ground. It's uh, a couple of photographers out in Brooklyn a few years ago. I think they were trying to buck the trend of this, um, the gray modeled background with the single softbox kind of light. They decided to to take an approach to photography, uh, school photography, that I would say was much more editorial and lifestyle-y in nature. Okay. 
um, bright colored backdrops. They'd have the kids jumping in the air. So they're more of action shots. That's fun. Um, and so the photos look really dynamic. Sometimes they would have the rim light to give it a little more pop. Um, I will say the challenge, though, is when you look at a gallery of anyone that does school photography, uh, school photography regularly, it all ends up looking the same at the end because of this problem. They have to do that over and over and over again. Totally. So even the stomping grounds, and again, I love the photos, but there's a lot of kids jumping in the air, right? <laughs> yeah. And we get it after like kid five. <laughs> and we get, but yeah. you know what though, Ellen? It's special to their parent who's buying the photo, you know? Totally. And that's what matters. I have seen a trend in um, the past few years. A lot of photographers, as you know, have to diversify their income streams. So I've seen uh, sports photographers who also work doing editorial and, and uh, local newspaper work who also do a lot of senior portrait work. And these are people that are used to doing this kind of pseudo Sports Illustrated hero style shot. Mm -hmm. um, so they're out uh, doing an environmental portrait with lights. They know how to balance, you know, in a lot of cases, the daylight and the, and the flash really well. And the, the, the style of photography is usually using the kid's hobby as a theme in, in the photography, right? So mm. if the kid plays soccer, the kid will be doing a bicycle kick with the soccer ball. Right. If the girl does ballet, she's on the beach in a tutu doing ballet. <laughs> and again, if you're only looking at that one kid in that one photo shoot, you're thinking, wow, that is a great photo. But when you look at several hundred or several thousand of that genre of photography, mm. you're like, yeah, it's the band kid with his clarinet. Yeah, it's the <laughs> soccer kid over here. Ah, it's the girl in the tutu. Ellen's dragging high school and kids right now. I just, you know, it's, it, it, it just becomes funny at a certain point because it's, a, it's, this, it's this trend. It's almost a meme. Mm -hmm. the way that they're and you're it. talking about parents that will hire like oh, yeah. separately. This is not a, a yearbook photo for situation. hundreds of dollars, yeah. right? Because they yeah. want their kid to look like yeah. a model or, or whatnot. Totally. I never got one of those done. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that was an option, <laughs> 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 was, or it wasn't on my radar to even consider. Yeah, back in the day, mm -mm. you might remember a few years ago there was a uh, kid. And he decided to have his photographer uh, take a photo with uh, laser beams and a cat. Oh, yep. I do remember this remember picture. Okay. So let me tell you the story about the kid with the, the laser cat, <laughs> it's called. So the kid at the time, Draven Rodriguez, he went to Schenectady High School, which is in upstate New York. And he wanted to have a photo of... Uh, a laser emblazoned portrait featuring his cat, Mr. Bigglesworth, for his yearbook photo. So he hired a uh, photographer, um, and the photographer said, okay, I'll, well, well, we can definitely do this. The principal at the school decided that the image did not conform to the yearbook standards. So they wouldn't print it in the yearbook. Mm -hmm. But... The principal then said, this is so cool. I will take my photo with you with the laser cats. <laughs> so the principal, Diane Wilkinson, posed for a similar photo. And you can, you know, if you Google uh, senior portrait laser beams cats, you'll find the photo. So that's what I did when I was researching this epi uh, episode. 
And then what I found out was that in 2015, uh, Draven committed suicide. So it was this kind of really deep arc of what the general public who remembers this just remembers this fun, yeah. whimsical photo. Mm-hmm. And by all accounts, the kid was this kind of quirky kid, right? Who was just going to do whatever he was going to do. Yeah. Um, and the oh. details on the suicide are a little scant, but I, I think he was, uh, you know, I'm reading an, a Washington Post article that we'll post uh, on the blog at blog.photoshelter.com, but saying that, you know, he, he was a victim of bullying, probably because he was a weird high school kid like a lot of us were. That's really sad. So it was a really kind of a sad ending to what was a pretty awesome uh, senior portrait. Yes, I, rem- I remember that picture, and I remember it like going viral. Yeah. Yeah, that's really tragic. I feel like the whole trope of school photos is used quite a bit by artists, right? Like, I'm, I don't know. I just feel like I've seen a lot of different photo series where they're using that cheesy background, the right. soft lighting. They're posing everybody similarly. I mean, I know I've done that as projects for school. Like, what was I saw a uh, advertising campaign for pop sockets? You know those things that you put on the back of your cell phone. Um, that was just, yeah, making fun of school photos with, like, people in quirky makeup and stuff. And it was really well done. I tweeted out, who photographed these? I want to know. No reply. Yeah, nobody knew who shot the pop sockets uh, campaign. Um, so I wonder why that's the case, though. Why Do you think it's because, even with all the fragmentation of culture, that everyone still has their senior portrait taken? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very, uh, it's a, well, in America, it's a very universal experience to go get that done. And you do it every year. I do wonder now today, like, are high school kids excited about it at all? Like, at all? (laughs) They they take selfies every second. Like, if I was in high school nowadays, I would hire a photographer to do laser cats. That would definitely. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Definitely. That would be good. For sure. Because I think that there there is a segment of high school kid that really, well, probably most high school kids want to feel like unique, mm-hmm. just like normal humans want to feel like they're special and unique. <laughs> yes. And photography is certainly one way to sort of express that that difference. Right. But that's the whole point of school photos, though, is that <laughs> to you be look exactly the same. Exactly. I uh, one of my favorite things I love looking through like celeb old high school photos like I will click that headline every time it pops up on my feed um and like you know who has an amazing one Meryl Streep her like 19 I think I remember this it's so good she just looks so classy and beautiful it's 1967 she was at Bernard's high school of Bernardsville (laughs) I don't know anyways she looks amazing and it's a really nice one also Amy Fuller has a hilarious one. Her hair looks so good. I love it. It is funny to see celeb high school photos what? because some, sometimes they look exactly the same and sometimes they look completely different, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. The more glamorous people tend to look nothing like themselves <laughs> in high school. <laughs> yeah, totally. We'd love to hear what you think about senior portraits. Are you still paying a lot of money for senior portraits? Are you kind of in the throwback mood and you want that mottled gray background and the yeah. soft light. Yeah. Uh, leave us some comments on Twitter at Photoshelter, at Sarah Jake, yeah. at Alan3M. 
Yeah, and photographers tell us, are you getting hired for these type of jobs? Have you ever shot uh, school photos? We want to know the yeah. stories. And for all you seniors out there, keep being weird, man. We, yeah. love, we love those photos. Yeah. See you next time. PhotoShelter is the online leader for photography websites and workflow tools. Archive, distribute, and sell your photos in a mobile-friendly, responsive website. Try one free for 14 days at photoshelter.com slash podcast. Then download one of our free educational guides at photoshelter.com slash resources.